everybody, welcome to episode number seven of Byropod Presents Fan Fiction Theater. My name is Byron Hussey, and I will be reading a fan fiction for you tonight. The fan fiction I have chosen is a it is a another story from the great Priyan Jayasuriya who you may recall is the author of Just Another Day with Elf, which I thought was really good. Like, really good. So, this time, uh, <laughs> the story I'm going to read by J- um, Priyan Jayasurya is called TMNT colon Mikey's birthday so this is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story that's what we were looking for right this is going to start the healing this is going to be the healing time for us so again this is uh, TMNT Mikey's birthday by Priyan Jayasuriya on uh, fanfiction.net and this time I think I'm not going to read the url because that was idiotic but you can google that and you will get this result because we live in the future Um, so the preamble goes it seems like everybody has forgotten michelangelo's birthday frustrated mikey goes out to the street to be encountered by shredder who has an evil plan control Mikey's brain to make him a slave. The objective? Destroy the turtles. Holy shit. That sounds really good. So, Teenage Mutant Turtles. Teenage Mutant Mutant Turtles. Mikey's birthday. Happy birthday, Michelangelo, the turtles shouted together, surrounding their little brother. Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> in the description it said it seems like everybody has forgotten Michelangelo's birthday but the first line implies otherwise it seems that they this must be a dream okay I'll keep reading Michelangelo two words was happy to the extreme point it was his birthday the underground tunnel which the turtles lived in from their childhood was decorated well with balloons ribbons, and lots of other stuff. It was not the Buckingham Palace, (laughs) but the turtles liked their dark, damp, and cozy tunnel more than the Buckingham Palace or the presidential suite of Hilton Hotel. (laughs) After they have become mutant turtles of human size, after being exposed to some serious biological toxic wastage, a long story itself, in parentheses, the tunnel had been the place that they have been living all their life. The turtles are namely Leonardo, Leo, in parentheses, Donatello, Donnie, Raphael, Raph, and Michelangelo, Mikey. Parentheses again. Do the names ring a bell? (laughs) They have been living with their teacher, Master Splinter, a human-sized mutant rat all their life, and Master Splinter had been the one who had taught the turtles everything they knew. But Master Splinter's story was different from the turtles. He wasn't born a rat. He was a karate teacher, a sensei. Most importantly, a human karate teacher. How did he become a life-size rat? That's another long story, which has no relevance to this story. So let's leave it there. (laughs) Okay. What did the turtles do for a living? <laughs> we're really, we're really off on a tangent here. Let's why don't we get back to Mikey's birthday, um, Brian. They fought crime. <laughs> it's one hell of a job to choose. As far as I know, the, the turtles were never compensated for the uh, crime fighting. So I think that it's hard. You couldn't really say they did it for a living. Uh, not really clear where they got the money be honest 
Obviously, a turtle cannot become an insurance advisor, a policeman, or an accountant, or a hot dog salesman. I'm pretty, pretty sure they could sell hot dogs. So fighting crime it was. They were always guided by their master, and he gave, he gave them an excessive knowledge of martial arts. He also gave each turtle their very own weapon, according to the personnel characteristics. Leonardo was given two swords, Donatello got a bow, Raphael got two sighs, and Michelangelo was given two nunchakus. They were all ancient East Asian weapons, which Master Splinter had mastered on. He trained the turtles well and sent up through the gully <laughs> to the busy streets uh, where the humans lived in. But that was done in complete secrecy. That's why they only came out at night. Not true. I seem to remember them frequently going out in the daytime in the cartoon show. But still, like every hero, they needed to protect their identity. So different eye straps were given to the four turtles, which had holes for where their eyes were, of course, which were different in color. Leonardo had blue, Donatello got purple, Raphael received red, and Michelangelo got orange. At first, it was only used to hide their identity, but later they began to use them continuously, even at home, to protect their identity when dealing with each other. <laughs> what? That's not, that's not why. Because except for those colored straps, they were just ordinary overgrown four turtles which had no feature for identify each other you'd think they would like be able to tell each other apart by smell or something once when the turtles were much young when michelangelo parentheses the crazy one pulled a prank on donatello parentheses the serious one not being able to identify who was who, Donatello had thrown a spanner at Raphael, the short-tempered one. There was a serious fight going on. Then Leonardo, the responsible elder brother, parentheses, had tried to mediate and settle down the problem, getting into the middle. But Michael, falsely identifying Leonardo for, Don Leonardo for Donatello, had pulled the same prank again. Then, there had been a serious fight going on between the four brothers, which had lasted for about 15 minutes until Master Splinter settled everything down. That's when Splinter had decided that the turtle should continue to wear the eye straps. <laughs> it's a little, uh, so the, so, uh, it, it is odd, I admit, that the uh, turtles continue to wear their, their, their masks inside. I'm glad that Prion gave us a, a backstory for that uh, that phenomenon. So we're, geez, we're pretty far into the story, and he's only just got to the point of sort of describing the teenage mutant teenage mutant ninja turtle turtles, teenage mutant ninja turtles. After the turtles started to crawl in the streets at night. The crime rate of the city had decreased by an amazing level. The police had found many thieves, pickpockets, shiplift, shoplifters, and bank robbers tied up, bundle-like, near the police station, but didn't have a clue on who's responsible for, for helping their job. That's what the turtles preferred to. Complete secrecy. But time to time, some journalists and amateur cameramen had caught turtles on tape. But none was perfect, and none could identify the true secret identities. Many thought they were turtle-masked people. Only one person in the outside world knew very well about the turtles. That was Miss April O'Neill, a young, slender brunette, also a reporter, for Channel 6. But she was one of the good kind of reporters. She had helped the turtles many times, 
and the turtles had done likewise many more times. So she's not part of the uh, the fake news media. She's one of the good ones. Every hero had his own sworn enemy. <laughs> In case of the turtles, it was the Shredder, a psychopath, con man. <laughs> the con man. <laughs> didn't know. Didn't know Shredder was a confidence trickster. Um, whose hobby was doing evil to the world. His two moronic assistants were Beep Beep Bot. B I B O T. And Rock Steady. Together, the evil trio sometimes joined with another evil partners. Um, had. This sentence got away from me here. Sometimes joined with other evil partners, had tried to spread evil around the world. They almost never succeeded because the turtles were there. So the number one in Shredder's to-do list, quotes, was none other than, quote, eliminating the turtles. For some reason, that's one word in italics. When things were going that... (laughs) When things were going on that way, there was a much more important thing going on underground. What was it? It was Mikey's birthday, of course. Mikey looked at his brothers, standing around him, wearing birthday hats and broad smiles. He, too, was wearing a birthday hat. Somehow, someone had managed to make Master Splinter Splinter also wear one. He looked rather uncomfortable in it, but... he kept his smile locked. How does he keep, look uncomfortable if he's smiling? Come on. Oh. Because <laughs> okay. I have to try to do a uh, Michelangelo. Okay. Oh, thank you very much, dudes. Mikey said, smiling. I thought you guys forgot the most wonderful day of the year. Okay, so the um, the conflict in the introduction about the potential for forgetting Mikey's birthday actually happened sort of off camera before the story started. So um, we have already resolved that that point of tension. Also a little uh, narcissistic uh, Michelangelo considering his own birthday the most wonderful day of the year. Like uh, what about Christmas? (laughs) Okay. So this is uh this is gonna be Raphael Raph. Are you kidding? Asked Ra- Ralph. <laughs> How can we forget a day so important? Oh, he's, <laughs> he's got such an attitude. It's present time, Leo said, and all cheered. As the elder brother, oh sorry, this is Leonardo. As the as the elder brother, I present my. My one first, Leo said. Give Mikey a wrapped, flat, square-like box. I'm going to just go ahead and not read ahead and guess that the contents of that flat, square-like box is a pizza. Okay, reading ahead. Oh, good goody. Oh, goody goody, Mikey said and tore off the wrapper. Wow, he screamed, looking inside the box. It's a pizza. He screamed with joy. Master Splinter laughed, knowing well that Mikey's favorite food in the whole world is pizza. When the others were looking at Mikey, he was already busying himself with the delicious chicken pizza. <laughs> Is it a chicken pizza? <laughs> that's, that's, that's really random. You don't need to choke yourself like that, said Donnie. I got you a pizza too, he said, showing another wrapped box. What? Mikey said, amazed. I got you. I forget how I did the rap, rap, the raff voice. I got you this pizza too. Cheese crusted, Ralph said, showing another box. This is the best birthday ever, Mikey screamed. With joy, tears filling his eyes. 
Will you knock it out? Mikey heard someone's annoyed tone and opened his eyes. What was going on? He was still inside the tunnel, all right, but he was not in the area they used as a living room. Instead, he was in his bedroom, which he shared with Ralph. He's really sticking with this Ralph thing. And he was still on his bed. The small clock on the bedside cupboard showed that the time was 6.30 a.m. He looked aside and saw Ralph sleeping in his own bed. Holy shit, okay, so he was dreaming. I was right. Did I not predict this at the beginning? That, like, (laughs) unless unless this is a dream? And it was a dream. It just took, I don't need, 2,000 words to get there. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. Just keep reading. I feel like we're just going to backtrack from here. Um, uh, From where his bed was, he could see the living room. There were no decorations. That's when Mikey understood the situation. It had been a dream. Come on. I had... (laughs) I had three pizzas in my hand. Just like that. He cried. People are trying to sleep here, asshole. He heard Ralph's sleepy and angry tone. I added the uh, a-hole part. I don't know why. Scratching his turtle head, Mikey got off the bed and looked at the calendar hanging on the wall. It was April 1st. His birthday, all right. What? was not all right was the occasion which he got three large pizzas turning out to be a dream. Hey, hey, Ralph, do you know which day it is? It's my... Mikey didn't have a chance to end his sentence because a very powerful and sharp sigh whooshed passing him, nearly scraping his, quote, turtleneck. (laughs) He looked behind and saw the sigh stuck on the wall behind him, Looking at the sharp sigh, he gulped. Boy, boy, you're angry, said Mikey to Ralph. You bet I am, Ralph said sleepily. Uh, it could have easily been my neck, dude. It's turtleneck. I missed, Ralph said. Next time I won't. Dick, uh, he said, and sleepily took his other sigh to the hand. All right, I'm going. Mikey slipped away from the room. When he came out, he saw no one was in the living room. He went searching for someone and saw Master Splinter meditating in his room. Hey, Master, do you know what day it is? He asked excitedly, but Master didn't hear it. He was deeply meditating. Hey, Master! Mickey shouted again. And Master stayed there, motionless. Hello! Still no motion. Oh, sorry, that was just the narrator. Still no motion. Anybody in there? He shouted to Master Splinter's ear. But the Master didn't even flinch. You've got to be kidding me. Mikey said to himself, I might, as well, I might as well be talking to a tombstone. He walked away looking for some other one to talk to. He saw Donatello in his room, repairing some kind of electronic circuit. Hey, Donnie, Mikey said, entering the room. Not ne- <laughs> forget <laughs> totally forget what what voice i did for donatella not now mikey i'm busy he said still looking at the circuit board what a fucking nerd that was uh narrator comment not part of the story hey dude what are you doing i'm gonna just go ahead and call it that there's probably like a surprise party at the end of the end at the at the end of this i feel like uh these guys are faking it he gave donatello a friendly slap on the back 
and with the unexpected motion, Donatello's hand was jerked, and with a sudden spark, a thin line of smoke came out of the circuit board which he was working on. Oops, Mikey said. Now look what you have done, Donatello said angrily. It's really the uh, the Sheldon of the Ninja Turtles. And <laughs> it's also a, an hilarious pun. Uh, Sorry, Donnie. Mikey gave another slip. What? When he was going to Leonardo's room, he saw Leo reading a novel. His face was completely covered with the book, and even though Mikey went near him, Leo didn't see his brother approaching. Mikey looked at the cover of the book. Quote, Midnight Crawlers was the title, there, and there were some pictures of, of ghouls on the cover. I don't know. I don't know how one identifies a ghoul, um, as opposed to some other manner of boogin. Boy, that's scary. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is actually what Michelangelo sounds like. Uh, Mikey said. Leo never guessed that someone was standing near him. Besides, he was reading one of the scariest chapters of the novel, too. With the unexpected voice standing near him, he screamed, Arg! <laughs> it's okay, relax, dude. Jesus Christ, it's just me, Mikey said, giving a smile. <laughs> Leo looked at him, panting. It's really, really overreacting. Like, I'm seriously like this guy's supposed to be the like the older older brother, like leader of the turtles, and he's like f flipping his shit over like being, somebody saying hello to him while he's reading a book. What the fuck? He put a hand on his chest <laughs> and let the increased heartbeat come to the normal rate. Dude, are you okay? Mikey asked. Don't you ever do that again, Leo screamed and threw the novel towards Mikey. Ah, <laughs> Mikey said as the book hit on his shoulder. Without waiting to be attacked by another book, he jumped away from the room. How many books is he, is he reading? Feeling a little sad, Mikey went to the bathroom and started to brush his teeth. While brushing his teeth, a lot of questions came to his mind. There's something wrong going on here. What is it? It seems like, it almost seems like they have forgotten my birthday. Well, it couldn't happen. Or could it? Last year, I received a big chocolate cake and a pizza. But this year, they seem to have forgotten it. How could they? That's totally unacceptable. I'm their brother. Maybe I'm being paranoid. Maybe I'm not. But I got to go back to see them and investigate the matter before jumping into any conclusions. So that might be a little bit confusing because clearly I'm the narrator. I read that as the narrator, but I was sort of talking as though I were Michelangelo. That's how it was written. After washing his face, he went to their kitchen. Everybody was already having their breakfast without him. Even when he entered, he didn't get much of a welcome. At least, no one said hi to him. They were busy with their breakfasts, in complete silence. Mikey opened a cupboard in the corner and took out a cereal box and opened it. He decided to give another try to see whether his brothers had really forgotten his birthday. Hey dudes, do you know which day it is? <laughs> Wednesday, Ralph said. I know it's Wednesday, but isn't today an important day? What's so important about a Wednesday? It's just 
a day of the week. It comes after Tuesday, Leo said. Now Mike was annoyed. I don't know. I know there's nothing special about Wednesdays, but don't you think that today, this particular Wednesday, is somewhat special? Wait a minute, Donnie said, thinking. Oh man, I forgot, he said, hitting on his head. Today, Channel 6 is, six is going to telecast a new season of The Adventures of Hercules. <laughs> April asked me to tell it to you guys, but I forgot. Sorry. Can't believe you forgot that. That's important. Today, oh, uh, okay, that's it. I'm out of here, Mikey shouted and walked away, throwing the box of cereal to a corner. What's up with him? Ralph asked from others. Adventure, adventures of Hercules, Mikey muttered to himself as he walked in, lo in lonely... <laughs> <laughs> Mikey muttered to himself as he walked in Lonely Lane. They could remember Hercules, but not could remember my birthday. Unbelievable! All caps. The turtles didn't walk out on the streets when the sun was out. But in case a need, they had ready-made costume with a brown hat, heavy cream-colored overcoat, and a human face mask. Now, now that's coming back to me. I do remember that. Mikey was wearing the costume as he was angrily walking on a solitary lane, which was dark, even in this bright morning. Suddenly, he heard a woman screaming, Help! Help me! His help was needed. He quickly ran into the direction which he heard the shout from. In a corner, he saw... <laughs> in a corner, he saw that two con men... We're trying to mug a young lady again with the con men. I don't think I don't think um, Prion uh, knows what a con man is. Uh, I just had to scroll up to remember what Prion's name was, and then I had to do a control uh, F to find con men again to find my place, which which was difficult because there's, of course. More than one use of con men in this story. Hey, leave her alone, he shouted from where he stood, and the two thugs looked at him. They were first terrified that whether it was the police, but were then relieved to see that it was only a single man in an overcoat and a hat, just trying to be a hero. They ignored him and tried again to snatch the handbag from the lady. Are you deaf? Mikey shouted again. I said leave her alone, motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, just peppering some pr profanity into the story. I don't, I'm not really sure why. Who are you, her savior? <laughs> Mikey said nothing and slowly walked towards the men. You think you can stop us? One of them asked. Mikey said, still said nothing and kept on walking towards the men. Okay, buddy, you asked for it, one of the men said, and pushing the girl away, took a knife from his pocket. The other did the same. Being free from the muggers, the girl ran away. I'm giving you one chance to save yourselves, Mikey said to the two muggers. Very funny said one of the men. Isn't that the line in which we are supposed to say? Because you are the one who's going to be seriously injured. <laughs> we'll see about that, Mikey said, and took out his two nunchakus. The two men, were, were they were a little taken aback, seeing the weapons. But holding the knives firm in their hands, they jumped at Mikey. Mikey swung the two nunchakus above his head a couple times and threw them at the con men. The powerful weapons hit the knives in the men's hands and took them away. Now it was time for the men to panic. Without their knives, they were nothing. 
they they took a couple of step ba- steps backwards and then they ran away without even looking back they asked for it mikey said and walked towards the direction which his two nunchakus lay along with the two knives um <laughs> Well, 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 we meet again, he heard a voice behind him. Mikey turned and was astonished to see their sworn enemy Shredder looking at him, standing right behind him. You almost fooled me with that outfit, turtle, he said, but you guys just attract yourselves towards crime, don't you? It's that nunchaku that Gave you away, (laughs) Shredder said, laughing. Well, well, that Nchaku's the same that's gonna knock you out, motherfucker. Oh, sorry. I kick. (laughs) Can't stop. Mikey said and turned back to run towards two Nchaku's laying in a quarter corner, but he was surprised to see that the two Nchaku's weren't where they were before. <laughs> Instead, blocking his way stood Shredder's two sidekicks, B- Bibot and Rocksteady, the mutant hog. <laughs> the mutant hog and the mutant rhino. Each had one of Mikey's nunchakus <laughs> in their hands. Looking for these? Bebot asked. Yes, of course, Mikey said. Could you be kind enough to give them to me so that I can kick your butt? <laughs> nice quote, turtle. Oink, said Bebot. But sorry, can't do, because we have another d- b- butt to kick first. Yours. <laughs> That's really, it's really, really peppery dialogue seize seize him shredders shouted and his two assistants swung the two nunchakus above their heads why don't they just use like a gun being used to high-tech evil artillery they weren't much familiar with these kind of ancient weapons so why, why are they using them don't they have their own weapons they have seen Michelangelo use them before, and they have thought that it could be easy to use them. I don't think anybody's ever seen anybody else use a nunchuck and thought it would be easy. It's like the, the, the most idiotic weapon in pro- probably the history of the world. You know, it might be a hot take, but but somehow they were wrong. Because the swing didn't work out like the like like they had imagined it would, and they accidentally hit their very own heads, and in a matter of half a half half second, they were down, unconscious. Oh, that went really bad. Wow! <laughs> wow! They should be given the dumbest of year award, Mikey said, and ran towards them to get. Back his nunchaku. Oh, <laughs> muttered Shredder angrily. Why do I put up with those morons? Every time I have to do all the work myself. Michelangelo picked up his weapons from the hands of the two unconscious enemies and swinging them, jumped at Shredder. But Shredder was quicker this time. With a swift move, he shot Mikey with the stun gun in his holster, and Mikey fell down, stunned. You would think that, per the rules of Chekhov's gun, they might have mentioned the gun in the holster prior to it being drawn and fired. Brian. Gotcha, turtle! He said with a satisfying smile. Now, those of us who know what Shredder looks like know he has a big faceplate on his face, so probably we would not be able to see that smile. Oh, my head, Mikey groaned, 
It opened his eyes. As his vision began to unblur more and more, he understood that he was in some kind of lab. He was strapped to a table, and although he tried, he couldn't move a muscle. Shredder had made sure that the straps were, all, were well fastened. Look, boss, the sleeping beauty is awakened, Rocksteady shouted. I'm not sure if that's different enough from my bibot voice, but it's just going to have to do. Pretty similar to my Shredder voice as well. And, and, and the, the, the alley con men, I guess they all sound pretty similar. It's just the, the voice of evil. Uh, oh, good, <laughs> Shredder said, coming into view. Where am I? Mikey asked. Still feeling dizzy. You're in my secret lab, turtle. What are you going to do with me? Are you going to kill me? <laughs> kill you, of course, yes. But before that, I have an evil plan to carry out. Evil plan? Yes. You see this? Shredder asked, taking a helmet-like device to his hand. The metal and plastic device had many wires coming in and in and out of it and had many small bulbs flickering all around it. This is my newest invention, brain controller. With this, I can control the brain of any person. I put this on anyone's head. Snap. He's my slave. It's a very, very kinky invention. So are you going to use it on me? Hmm. <laughs> to think it over. To think it over. What are you going to use me for? To destroy your turtle brothers, of course. <laughs> like, like a little pirate voice going there now. Shredder said with a satisfied smile. Bebot and Rocksteady laughed out loud. <laughs> the next line is just an exclamation point in quotes. And it says, screamed Mikey. I guess it's a... <laughs> screamed Mikey. Screaming like a baby won't help you, turtle. Now prepare to be part of my evil plan. He said, and put the helmet on Michelangelo's head. Mikey struggled, but gave no result. Pathetic. You cannot do this to me, he screamed. Well, I just did, Shredder said laughing wickedly, and turned towards Bebot. Flip on that switch. Yes, boss, Bebot said, and pressed a button. Is it a button or a switch? Make up your, your mind. Jesus. Loud, heavy metal music began to echo inside the lab. <laughs> you idiot, Shredder shouted. Not that one, you moron. Switch it off. It's probably like, uh, what do you think? Like uh, a little Metallica, a little Slayer? What do we got? Maybe like some some rat? Uh, maybe a little, <laughs> little Guns and Roses? Bebot pressed the button again and the music stopped. Sorry, boss. He said, apologetically. Oh, <laughs> I should try to make that sound more contrite. So sorry, boss. <laughs> Moron! Press that big red button right in front of you. Again, Treader, if you specified big red button, you said switch. Okay, boss, said Bebot, and pressed the only red button in front of him. Suddenly... The lights inside the lab began to flicker, and a heavy electric wave went to the, quote, brain controller. And Mikey began to shake with the powerful current running through his brain. Ha! Ha! 
Ha! My evil plan is working, Shredder said happily. So he's happy. Maybe I should try to revise that reading to make him sound more happy. Ha ha ha! My evil plan is working. My evil plan is working. I'm very happy. Suddenly the flickering of the lights stopped with all the bulbs burning with a puff. The only illumination came from the middle of the lab. That was by the two red eyes that glittered in the dark. Uh, it's a really strange transition here. Master, what do you want me to do? An evil, throaty voice asked. And then suddenly, there's no transition at all. The next line is, we're flashing back to the turtles. There's just no indication of that. I wonder where Mikey went, said Donatello, looking at his watch. It was 6.30 p.m. Uh, yes, he didn't even come to have his lunch, said Leonardo. Mikey never misses a lunch, and that's for sure said Raphael. He missed his evening snack, too. Oh. He missed his evening snack, too. And it's almost dinner time, said Leonardo. Fuck. Why did I think that was Donatello? Fuck. It's okay. Just move on. Move on. Um, I sense some, some trouble, my sons, said Master Splinter, approaching the living room. It's about Michelangelo. Something bad has happened to him. I don't. I didn't know that Splinter knew the Force. Like, how does he? How does he know this? What? <laughs> All three brothers asked at once. Suddenly, Donatello's comm link began to ring, and he switched it on. On the screen, there was April's face. She looked troubled. Is she going to give them another update about the Hercules series? What's the What's the problem, April? asked Donatello. Oh, Donnie, it's about Michelangelo. <laughs> what the fuck is that? April said hurriedly. Mikey? Raphael and Leo jumped and came towards Donnie. What about him? Not sure which turtle to read that as. I'm not sure, I'm not sure if that was any of the turtles, so... Shredder called me my office on Channel 6. He said that he had no other way to contact you guys. He said that he had Mikey with him. If you want to release him, he asked to come to the Northeast Park. Oh, Donnie, I'm scared. April began to sob. And she's really a, a hyster getting hysterical. She's getting hysterical. Don't worry, April. We'll save him, said Ralph. <laughs> Why the fuck are you calling him Ralph? Ah. Okay. Donnie switched off the comm link and ran to his room. When he came back to the living room with his bow, he saw that Leo and Ralph were also ready with their weapons. Be careful, my sons said Master Splinter. I sense... <laughs> I sense great trouble. All right. He's got... He's, he knows... He's, he's Yoda. He knows the Force. Don't worry, Master, said Leo. We'll bring our little brother home safe and sound. The turtle's yellow-colored Volkswagen van. Well, I don't know why. I just... I don't know why I said that. Not a good way to read that. Uh, was parked near the Northwest Park. It hadn't taken more than 15 minutes for Donatello to drive it to the location. When they get there, there wasn't anyone to be seen. There wasn't even a wind in the air. The area was totally silent and dark. Mikey! <laughs> Chatter Ralph. My Mikey! <laughs> shouted Leo and Donnie together. 
Where are you? They walked inside the park and still saw no sign of Michelangelo. Mikey, shouted Ralph again. I'm getting really lazy with these turtle voices. <laughs> if I wasn't before. Um, that's when they saw a figure standing in a corner. It was wearing a hat and an overcoat. So it must be Michelangelo. Everything's fine. It was Michelangelo, all right. Ralph could identify his brother anywhere, unless he wasn't wearing, apparently, his orange mask, in which case he would easily mistake him for one of his other two brothers. Hey, Mikey, shouted Ralph and ran towards him. But Mikey gave no sign and didn't even turn. He just stood there, motionless. When Ralph ran near him, another three figures came out from their hiding areas, Shredder, Bebot, and Rocksteady. We're looking at the turtles with a satisfied smile on their faces. So, I mean, this plan... So, it's like the, the plan is that, like, the only thing that can take down the turtles is, like, another turtle. But it's like they're still... He's still outmatched three to one. So, okay. Now it's going to be Bebop, Rocksteady, Shredder, and Michelangelo versus three turtles. Another thing, too. It's like... I remember the cartoon, like, whenever Master Splinter fought, he'd be, he'd really kick ass, but he would never, he never even participated in the adventures. So, kind of a waste for him not to go on the adventures. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh. Mikey, look out! (laughs) Shredder's here! said Ralph, and grabbed the left arm of Michelangelo. But to his surprise, with an amazing strength, Michelangelo threw him away. Ralph landed on the floor with a thud and began to wonder what had happened. Shredder took a little remote-control-like device and spoke to it. Destroy the turtles, slave! Okay, master! said Michelangelo, and with a monotonous tone, I'm not going to do a monotonous tone for Michelangelo. That's that's not befitting. And turned to face Ralph. That's when Ralph saw Mikey's face for the first time. Seeing the face, Ralph gasped. The eyes were blood red, and they glittered. Mikey, what's happened to you? asked Ralph. But Mikey didn't answer. Instead, he began to mutter something. Destroy the turtles. Destroy the turtles. Destroy the turtles. (laughs) He repeated the same thing in the same monotonous voice and walked towards Raphael. Um, I mean, um, Mikey? Are you alright? Mikey came near Raphael, lift him from the neck, and threw him away. Whoa! (laughs) Raphael cried as he flew and with a thud fell on the floor again. Donatello and Leonardo came, running towards Ralph. Something's seriously wrong with our bro, Donnie, said Ralph, as Mikey walked like a robot towards them. I'll go check it out, Donnie said, and went near Mikey. Listen, Mikey, something's wrong with you, and we need to check out what that is. Destroy the turtles said Mikey, lift Donnie, and threw him towards Leo, who also fell down. Thanks for the soft landing, said Donnie. You owe me a rib cage," said Leo. Uh, we are, we are turtles. I don't think we have rib cages, said Donnie, and went again towards Mikey. Pretty sure turtles do have ribs inside their shells, but that's okay. This time, Donnie reached Mikey with caution. As Mikey tried to grab him, Donnie moved aside. They played the game for a couple of times. Donnie went flying again. This time, there was no one to soften his landing. But before going flying, he managed to grab Mikey's hat before being thrown off. Everybody gasped when they saw the strange voice on Mikey's head. Mikey kept walking towards his brothers. Uh, 
this, this time I'm going to win. Shredder said, smiling. And I'm going to enjoy your end. Peabot and Rock City also laughed. Donatello looked at the device on Mikey's head and the remote control on Shredder's hand put two and two together. This is why they have Donatello. He's good at technology. He went to the other two turtles and explained the situation. So that's why he's been acting strange, said Leo. Uh, acting strange? Acting strange? He's trying to kill us, said Ralph. I've got a plan, said Donnie. Besides running for our lives? It's not clear uh, which, turtle, which turtle said that. So I, don't, I guess it was probably Raphael. That'd be, that would be plan B. But listen to plan A. We have to get hold of the remote control in Shredder's hand. How exactly are we going to do that? I'm not sure which turtle that was. I guess I will say it was Donatello. You distract Mikey while I sneak up on Shredder, said Donnie. Wait, yeah. No, no, no. It was Leonardo before. Okay. Uh, good, good plan, but why do... I have to do the distracting part, Ralph asked with an unpleasant tone. Uh, Donnie looked at him to uh, and raised an eyebrow. Does it, <laughs> just, trying to get, just trying to get through the rest of this. Just, it's really, it's, it's wearing a little thin. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> feel, it's, just, it's just how people like finish like audiobooks. It just gets into chapter like twenty five. Like, oh, all right, I just get this. Let's just get this done, guys. I've been reading this for like eighteen hours. Okay. Um. Uh. Good, but good plan. Okay, okay," said Ralph, turning to Leo. "Let's go have some flying lessons." Both of them both of them ran towards the robot-like brother of theirs while Donny jumped behind some bushes. There were two targets. Mikey had some problems deciding who to be attacked first. But despite the delay, both turtles took the flying lessons eventually. Shredder didn't anticipate the attack came from came behind him. Donny hit him hard on the back of on the back and he fell down. Bebot and Rocksteady came towards two laser guns. Fuck. But laser guns weren't a match for the swift moves of the bow. And that with two moves, the guns were snatched away. Yikes. Both of them cried and ran away, leaving their boss behind. Well, that takes care of those guys. But Donatello wasn't satisfied. He gave chase. He jumped onto Bebot's back and knocked him onto the onto his stomach. He shoved his bow staff hard down onto Bebot's neck, crushing his spine, immediately killing him. He then grabbed Bebot's laser gun, pointed it directly at Rocksteady's head and blew a fucking hole right through his fucking skull. And he was dead too. What do you think of that? I added that part. Prion was going to let those assholes get away. What the fuck? They threatened Michelangelo's, Michelangelo's life and the turtle's life and they're just going to run away. Fuck that. They're fucking dead. They're dead. The fucking end of those fucking assholes. Okay, what's next? Um, don't leave me, you idiots. Because <laughs> he said that before they were brutally killed. <laughs> game's over. Uh, game's over, Shredder, said Donnie, readying his bow. Hand me the remote. No, the game must go on. It's you turtles who's going 
to be over, <laughs> said Treader, smashing the remote on a nearby rock. No! Donnie screamed and jumped to get the remote, but it was already broken to several pieces. Now the final cred I give your brother would be carried on to destroy the turtles until all of you are finished. Cheerio! <laughs> I don't recall uh, Shredder ever saying cheerio. Shredder said Shredder and smashed a smoke bomb to the ground. Donnie began to cough with the smoke, and when the smoke cleared, Shredder was nowhere to be seen. Sighing, Donnie walked towards his brothers were, where his brothers were. Ralph and Leo have been having a hard time. Uh, did you get the remote? Asked Ralph, trying to avoid a blow. Came from Mikey. Yep, said Donnie and showed the pieces on his hand. Can, can you fix it? I don't think so. Great! We're done for. Let's go to the plan B we talked about. Uh, no. There's got to be a way to stop this menace, said Leo. Like what? said unknown tur other turtle. Without answering to Ralph of oh, Raphael. Jeez. Now, now I feel stupid. Leo walked towards Mikey and stopped. Uh, hey Mikey! It's me, your big brother, Leo. Remember me? Mike hesitated for a moment, for a moment, for a moment, for a moment, and they again swung his hands toward Leo. Luckily, Leo was prepared and avoided it. Uh, did you see that? <laughs> That's Donnie. He, his ordinary self is still functioning, but his actions are overtake, overtaken by that thing on his head. Why don't they just fucking, just fucking whack the thing off his head? Like, for fuck's sake. Uh, good theory. Go write a book about it. Fucking nerd. Uh, we're facing a losing battle here, asshole. <laughs> um, if you can distract him, <laughs> I don't find all these turtles' voices are just blending together into <laughs> one stupid voice. Um, if you. <laughs> If you can distract him well enough, I can remove the thing on his head. Uh, hold on, mister, said Ralph. I ain't doing no distracting no anymore, motherfucker. I've distracted him enough, and I've got aches all around my body to prove it. You do it this time, shithead. Okay, said Donnie. Good luck with the beatings, said Ralph. But when he looked, Donnie was no longer there. He had run away. But some some hero, muttered Ralph. It seems like there's going to be you and me, Leo, he said, and started jumping around Mikey once again, avoiding the attacks. After a minute or so, Donnie came back. Ah, you came back? said Leo. What, did you think I was going to leave you guys here? Okay, get ready, Ralph. I'm going to distract Mikey. <laughs> With what? With this, Donnie said, and I held a smelly piece of pizza. <laughs> Ew, how many months old would that be? Asked Leo. I don't know, I found it inside the van under a seat. Maybe it fell off, or maybe Mikey had hidden it there, so we wouldn't see it. So what are you going to do with it? Asked Ralph. Knock Mikey unconscious with the smell of it? If there's anything in the world that would distract Mikey, it'd be a piece of pizza. So let's try it out. Here goes nothing, said Ralph, and readied himself. Mikey began to walk towards Ralph, muttering, Destroy the turtles! Destroy the turtles! Um. Look here, Mikey! <laughs> Donnie shouted, holding the piece of pizza on his hand. 
I got a nice piece of pizza for you. Mikey's muttering stopped, and the gaze turned away from Ralph and turned towards Donnie. As a matter of fact, towards the piece of pizza on Donnie's hand. Pizza? (laughs) Mikey said, forgetting all about the turtle-destroying thing. Ralph, now! shouted Donnie. Ralph ran towards Mikey and jumped above his head, snatching away the device on Mikey's head. Just as the brain controller lost its touch with the host, it became deactivated and Mikey's eyes turned back to their original color. Oh, my head, Mikey said, touching his head. What's going on, dudes? asked Mikey, confused. Nothing much, said Leah. Shredder kidnapped you. Fixed a boogie. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, a boogie device on your head, and you tried to kill us. That's pretty much everything in summary. Dude, I tried to kill you? That's awesome. Oh, wait. No. Mikey asked, still suffering from confusion. Uh, that's all history. What matters most is... Now we're back together. One more group hug. Please no, said Mikey. No more group hugs, dudes. You squeezed the brains out of me last time. Let's just go home. That's a good idea, all agreed. The turtles were back in the underground tunnel again, and they were walking towards where their home was. Donnie stopped and talked. Hey, Mikey, there's a (laughs) a movie tonight. I forgot that we are all out of popcorn. Could you please go up and bring some packets? <laughs> sure thing, dude, said Mikey, who clearly has forgotten about his own birthday. Um, after about 20 minutes, humming to himself, Mikey came back to their home, but it was complete dark inside. Uh, hello? <laughs> he said. Do I have to remind you, by the way, that I called this in the beginning? I, I mean, you remember that, right? Uh, hello, he said, but there was no answer. Dudes? Still no reply. This is getting a little creepy, dudes, he said, walking into the living room. Suddenly the lights came on and everybody shouted, Surprise! Wow, dudes, Mikey said, excited to the extreme level. There was a banner hanging on the ceiling which said, Happy Birthday, Mikey, and the room was completely decorated with balloons and ribbons. All his three brothers, Mr. Splinter, April, were laughing in his flabbergasted face. I thought you guys didn't remember. Uh, oh, it's April. I'm not sure I forget how I did her voice. How, how can we forget a day like this? Asked April, giving a quick kiss on his cheek. And Mikey blushed, being very attracted to the slender April O'Neil. Um, can I can I give you a kiss too? Raphael asked. I'll beg you not to. Mikey said, laughing. It's really, really homophobic. Not every ordinary Wednesday, which comes after a Tuesday. Has Michelangelo's birthday written on it, said Leo, winking. Dudes, I don't know what to say, said Mikey, with overwhelming joy. You don't have, uh, you don't have to say anything. Let's open the presents, said Donnie. Cool. <laughs> I got you a nice yummy sausage pizza. What happened to the fucking chicken, chicken pizza from the dream? I got you a hot, hot chicken pizza, (laughs) said Leo. The smile increased to a grin. I got you a sweater, said Ralph. A sweater? The grin faded. And a cheese pizza with extra cheese, Ralph added, smiling. Mikey began to salivate. Others laughed. This is the best birthday ever, dudes, Mikey said. With joyful tears. The end. Well, there you have it. That is TMNT Mikey's birthday.
by Priyan Jayasuriya. That was um, five hundred five five thousand five hundred twenty nine words. Jeez, I, sh- I should have picked a shorter one. Uh, so if you liked that, um, maybe go check out uh, Priyan's page and give him some likes. Um, I, I know you're probably not going to do that, um, but <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a nice thought. It's a nice thought to include. Um, so that's it uh, for this session. And please um, thank you for joining. And please uh, ch- check us out next time on Firepod Presents Fan Fiction Theater. Good night.